set up real quick. Amen. Um, let's turn to the book of First Chronicles 16, verse 34. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I'd like to thank God and Pastor for this opportunity to preach. You know, it's pretty nerve-wracking. It's been over a year since the last time I did this. But, um, yo, um, let's get straight into it. Um, you know, in this room here, uh, I'm pretty sure most of us here, you know, we all know or have someone that we could always be grateful for, whether it be, you know, your mum, your parents, anyone, your family, and your family, your worker, your boss especially. Um, but, yo, um, but yo, um, like you just have someone in your life eh, that, that you know that you could be grateful for, that, you know, whether or whatever you've been through in your life, they've always been there with you. And um, they've helped you to become the person that you are today. And if you were to imagine yourself right now, you know, you probably wouldn't be here sitting here without their help, you know, as a young kid. And, you know, um, helping you develop who you are today. Um, or maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking the opposite. You know, you don't have anyone that you're grateful for. Or, you know, you're someone that's ungrateful yourself for some odd reason. Um, all I want to add to this is that, you know, someone we can look and to be grateful for is um, Jesus Christ. Amen? Because, you know, he, through all of our hard times and everything, even as sinners, that he was always there for us. He was always watching over us. You know, he took all the beatings and the whips for us. He took the free nails and hung on that cross for us. Amen? That is why I have entitled, I have entitled my sermon, Thank You, Jesus. <laughs> Let's read our text this evening. Um, 1 Chronicles 16, verse 34, a quick one. Uh, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his faithful love endures forever. Amen. Um, let's look firstly at the things that we can be grateful for. Um, you know, there are many things I believe that we should and we can be grateful for. Um, one of them is, you know, right here, our church. Thank God for, you know, what, what he's done here in Onihanga. Thank God for Pastor and Bex for sacrificing everything, you know, and coming here to start up this church. Uh, we can thank him for our family, our friends, you know, everything that we own today, whether it be your car that you drive or um, the job that you work or just whatever you have that, you know, every little thing is a blessing from God. Eh? And, um, yo, I believe there's more more blessings that you know I you can probably think of but the reason why I chose to preach on this topic today is because uh, you know I myself tend to um, become like someone who forgets what God has blessed me with I slowly I, I slowly become ungrateful over time you know once God has blessed me with one thing I'll thank him and then after a while I'll be like oh thank you thank you and just like get comfortable with God's blessings and um but the one main thing that I want to um, touch on this evening is um, being grateful for our, um, our salvation. And which brings me to my first um, question this evening is, you know, how many of us do actually thank God for saving us today? Because, you know, I mean, like, our lives today is probably mostly, like, one of the best things that, that God has blessed us with. Eh? Like, we're saved from hell. You know, we used to go through a lot of stuff through depression and, and anxiety, but, you know, we know how to get through it now. Like, God is the one that paid the price for us. And like Pastor mentioned on Wednesday night, that we had everything paid for. You know, we didn't do anything. We didn't have to go through any sufferings. Instead, we brought trouble to this world, up to, like, you know, what God had to do for us. But, um, you know, if we, if we look quickly at our text, it says at the end there that his faithful love endures forever. And this right here should give us courage that, you know, and should give us courage to understand that God's love never ceases. You know, the word cease means to come or bring to an end. And we should all know by now that God's love never comes to an end. You know, his love will never cease. And I just want to share a quick testimony. 
tonight, um, you know, I was writing the sermon and um, it made me really thankful, eh? like really thankful for my life. To, um, I, I, I went back to remember how I was living um, before I got saved. You know, I was going through like a real hard time and I actually didn't know what I could do and, um, to, to get through all of these hardships. Eh? Um, but then when I did get saved, I honestly felt the presence of God. I honestly felt the love of God and the people in the church that made me feel welcomed. Um, and I could honestly say that when I did give my life to Christ, it was the best thing that had, that had ever happened to me. Because, like, you know, I, just, I was just set free. There was something in my heart that, you know, was, like, stuck in me. But then as soon as I came to God and, you know, he really set me free. And, man, I just want to praise God for that and thank him. Um, but, yo, I was, I was grateful that God put me in a place where I was surrounded by good people. This helped me, like, over time to, to develop my walk with Christ. And it helped me, like, to um, build my love and understanding for God to really get to know him more better. And I'm stronger every day. And, you know, f from that glory to God, I am the person that I am today. Like, I, I couldn't have done it without him if I, have never, if I had never met Jesus. And I just want to say that, you know, the only one. King is the one that f fulfilled me, and I'm pretty sure he fulfilled all of your lives too in this place. Um, but, uh, yo, he, um, our Psalms 107, verse 8 to 9, it says, for he, has satisfied, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. You know, this is a great scripture to describe how God's love can fill us endlessly. You know, through, through anything that you go through, he, he brings satisfaction. He satisfies our lives and our every needs, and he fills us with the souls. Oh, sorry, <laughs> and he fills our souls with goodness. Amen. Amen. Oh, okay, good. Uh, good that you're with me this evening. <laughs> um, amen. That that brings me to my second point this morning: um, gaining gratitude. First Thessalonians five, um, sixteen to eighteen, reads: Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. I mean, the, the scripture here describes three, three things that we can do to be able to be grateful for what God has done for us here. And let's look at all three of them this evening. The first one he says is to be joyful. You know, through the hard times, create a big smile on your face. I know it's hard. It's never going to be easy. Things are going to happen. People are going to say stuff. But like, like the scripture says, just, just rejoice and, you know, God will fill you with happiness. Um, Romans, Romans 5, 3, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. I like the scripture. It says that, you know, we should always rejoice in our sufferings because it produces more endurance for our lives. I mean, it's hard, like I said, to, um, to even try to put a smile on my face when I'm angry at little things. But God himself said it, rejoice and you will gain endurance from it all. Amen. Um, let's, uh, and the second part is um, to never stop praying. That's the second thing that God says is never stop praying. I believe that this is one of the, the biggest things that will help us to become more grateful for our blessings every day. And um, I have a quote that I want to read, and it says, um, never forget God, or never forget about God when you get what you prayed for. Woo! If there's anything that you get out of the sermon, let it be this quote. Amen? <laughs> I believe that this is one of the reasons why we slowly start to become ungrateful. Because, you know, we only thank God, like I said at the start, we only thank God maybe once or twice for what he has blessed us with. And then over time, we, we just, like, forget about what he's blessed us with. And then we, 
we just become mechanical in, in our everyday lives and we just ask for more and more. We keep praying for more and then we thank him at that moment of time and then after a while we just we forget we forget about the blessing that God has given us. And um, I just want to encourage us, you know, that and it is important to thank him daily, eh? like from, from the blessings that maybe from a few years ago, even for saving you. It should be a prayer in, that in your everyday life that you thank God for saving you, thank God for saving you from hell and saving your family and friends. But yo, it should be like every day, every morning that you pray when you start off, thank God for everything that he has blessed you Amen. Um, and the final thing that he says to do is just to simply be thankful. And I believe that we can do this everywhere in our lives, you know, everywhere we go. Um, pastor has said this in a sermon before, and he said, uh, he goes, you know, tell someone that you're thankful for them. You know, someone in your church or at work, um, your friends and families, put aside all the jokes and all the laughs. And, you know, actually tell someone how much they mean to you or how much you love them. And I'm pretty sure that this will, like, instantly create a solid atmosphere within you. Um, even at home or work, if someone does something nice for you, make an effort just to say thank you. You know, sometimes we find it hard to say thank you when that's the probably simplest thing that you can do for someone and it could like create and change their, change their um, smile at home, whether it's your wife or your whoever. Um, amen. Psalms 100 verse 4 reads, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. In other words, enter the prayer room with thanksgiving, start your prayers by thanking God, give him all the glory and give him all the, all the praise that he deserves. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. I want to close off with an um, illustration that I've seen a while ago. Some of you may have um, seen this or yeah, heard of it before, but I saw um, a, a picture online before. It has four diagrams. And the first diagram is um, someone who was driving an old car, he sees someone next to him in a new car. And he goes, wow, that's a nice car. I wish I had that new car. And in the next diagram, there's a biker next to the guy in the old car. And he goes, oh, I wish I had a car like that. And then as someone else is walking by, he sees the guy on a bike and he was like, oh, flip, I wish I had that bike. And then the last guy, the last diagram, he's sitting up in his balcony in a wheelchair. And he was looking down at the guy walking and he was like, man, I wish I could walk. And then... The point of this is to, you know, not to wish that you had bigger and greater things there. You know, what you have already is something to be grateful for. And, um, you know, pray to God that we can be grateful and, and develop, you know, a heart of gratitude for him. And when I read this, I was like laughing at, at the beginning. And then towards the end, I saw the guy in the wheelchair and I was like, oh, man, my heart just dropped there. I was like, it was a great reality check to see that, you know, we should be grateful for who we are today. Some people in the world will die to have what we want, oh, to die, to have what we own today. But yo, so a bit of encouragement to us, church. Don't take what we have here for granted today. This church, your friends, your families that are saved, let's make the most of it. Let's continue to serve God together and thank God for even the littlest things that he blesses you with. Um, so yeah, my closing question this evening is, you know, I, um, are you grateful for who you are today? And if you're not, then make a prayer list. Start by making a list. You know, thank God for your salvation. Thank him for your family, your friends. Thank him for who you are today, the job that you, um, that you work, everything. Just try and make an effort to thank God as, as you start off your um, morning prayers. Amen. That's all I have for you this evening, church. Let's give God praise as Richard comes to preach for us tonight.